What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Edwards, the podcast. And yes, this is fight week. So we have another Puncher's Chance edition with my boy, Dennis Ramirez. Dennis, tell him what's up. What's up, everybody? Glad to be here with my boy, Ed. I'm Dennis back here from Cali. I always like to link up with Ed, especially on fight week, right, Ed? It's the best time of the year. Definitely, bro. Especially this one, man. Um, I mean, right off the top of my head, uh, Triple G's age pops in there. So I'm like, yeah, man, this is the one. But then I'm like, damn, I wish it was like two, three years, two, <laughs> three years ago, right, bro? Well, let me, let me, let me start off by saying this, bro. So, in 2012, there was a fight announced, right? It was Pacquiao Marquez number four. And yeah. I remember when it was first announced, there was a lot of talk on how Marquez is old. Marquez is, can't do this. He can't do that. Pacquiao's going to knock him out. And my boy Ed here was actually <laughs> in the building when he yeah. saw what broke my heart. <laughs> 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 where, where he saw Pacquiao die for a little while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the, the fact that the, why I bring that up, Ed, is because I feel like anything could happen when two great fighters who have known each other and spent so much time in the ring and, you know, they bring out the best in each other, anything could happen, you know. And, and I know the age thing's a difference and, and everything that comes into play, right, like from the – from the uh, outside looking in. But then again, it's boxing, man. It's boxing. And we've seen crazy stuff happen. And, and you were actually there when Marquez knocked out Pacquiao, right? And and that shocked yeah. the world, you know? Yeah, so, bro. I mean, you just never know. You never know, bro. Yeah, bro. And you know what's crazy is, of course, like on that one, the, the round before the knockout, Pacquiao was about to take Marquez out, man. And I remember the, the round ended and I told my wife, man, I think that's it for Marquez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So things can change. Anything can happen. You're right, bro. Uh, I do think back to that fight. Uh, I compare it a lot to this one. And that's what kind of keeps my hopes alive. But the difference there, bro, is Marquez throughout the whole promotion, he said he was training for one thing and one thing only, bro. And that was to knock him out. Yeah. I'm not yeah. hearing Triple G, bro. So we'll see. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so, so the, the, you know, the, the, it makes me wonder, Ed, because, you know, with, with boxing, uh, 70% or 80% of it is all mind, mental, right? It's all mindset and, and who's not only the strongest, of course, that, that matters, but all mentally strength, right? I mean, who's the, who's, ha- who has the, the smarts and the, and the brains to, to go in there and actually pull off a game plan, right? So, it yeah. leads it leads me to believe too that you know because in Golovkin's eyes, in a lot of his fans' eyes, I myself being one of Golovkin's fans, you know, I felt like he clearly got robbed in the first fight. I I I, I don't think it was a draw. I really think that Golovkin won seven out of seven rounds out of out of the twelve, and I think that the second fight could have been a draw. Um, however, I wasn't surprised that they gave it to Canelo because. The, of the styles, right? Styles always make fights. And then this one, Canelo gave the judges a little bit more favorable style to look at, uh, how he pressed forward against somebody that nobody presses forward against Golovkin. So so I think a lot of that had to do with 
with uh with just seeing Canelo in a different style from the first fight, right? So so the reason why I bring that up is because how how do we know that Golovkin has not been, you know, uh, training and 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 motivated just for this moment, bro? You know what I mean? And and on the other hand, Canelo, he he just like lost a really big fight, and you know so. It, it's just it's interesting, bro. There's so there's so many things that could play out, and and that's the beauty about boxing because we just won't know until they get into the ring again, which is this Saturday. Hey, bro, I'm I'm laughing because I have to check stuff off of my notes here because what you just went over right now that's exactly the first two things I was gonna ask you about. <laughs> you, you know go. what I mean? So, anyway, let's jump right into the decisions and call it, it a day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nah, just kidding, man. But um, yeah, literally, I was like. Okay, let's go back to Canelo versus Triple G1. And if the decision was fair, it was a draw, was it fair? You said no. My opinion is a no. I thought Triple G won that. And then uh, going into uh, the second fight, was that a fair decision? I thought it was very competitive and it could have gone either way. But I do agree with you that um, Canelo surprised Triple G coming forward mm-hmm. more, a lot more than the first fight. And at the same time, he kind of, like I said, surprised Triple G and he, he caught a lot of punches. So I didn't have a problem with, with that one going to Canelo. Yeah, yeah, same here. I think, I mean, I, like I said, it, it could have been a draw, but the way that that we that Canelo actually stepped up and, and he gave the fans what, what they wanted to see, right? Um, yeah. and, and I think, you know, with, with fighters, you, you judge them off of their last fight. So the, the, the fact that he kind of got... Um, the, the the bad side of last time when he the first time he fought uh, Golovkin where he was saying they, they were saying he was running away and backing up and that's not Mexican style and the fact yeah. that he came out bro and and he stood in his face and and he actually was backing up um, Golovkin I think that you know made everybody like whoa this is a, 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 a another Canelo and everything right but but then again it kind of it kind of does an illusion trick of all the work that Golovkin was doing, you know, because we look at some of the the highlights, bro, and 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 we see these these feints and everything, and and the and the, the defense of Golovkin, and I think I think a lot of people overlook that just because of how Canelo's punches land so so nice, right? Like they look so nice, like the way he throws them and lands them. So they look like like they're landing hard, bro. But if you really, really look at some of the big, big, big uh, punches that he's throwing, I mean, Golovkin has a way of slipping through them, and and that's some of the things that I think people don't really watch, you know, uh, yeah. unless you really, really like watch it with the with the with the really close eye and, and evaluate it, kind of like we do because we're obsessed with that stuff. But yeah. but you know what I mean. So so I don't know, bro. I just feel like like these two guys. They know each other well, and and that's why I think, you know, um, coming off of the second fight, I think that it, it's it's there's a reason that Canelo has made this fight go as long as it has. I I, I feel like there's something there, bro. Like he didn't want to rematch him right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, bro, it's it's the, it's the same strategy he used before they fought the first time because remember he he dropped the WBC belt in order not to defend it against them. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that Mayweather did with Pacquiao. They were just waiting for them to get a little bit older, a little bit older. Unfortunately for Canelo, Triple G wasn't old enough at that point, so he's hoping this time around that he is. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly, bro. And, and um, you know, and, and with 
with every with every fight you always judge them off of their previous fight and let's i mean let's let's put it out there right canelo's coming off of a loss where he got worked bro he got worked i mean yeah. you know i think a lot of us don't like to um i think we we got in shock right oh my god canelo's losing and everything but if you look at it bro he he was not he didn't win not one round in that fight in my opinion um, he probably won, if anything, could give him two rounds at the most, if you want to be friendly with that, you know? And on the other yeah. side, on the other side, bro, Golovkin, he, he knocked somebody out, even though he was getting, you know, he was getting hit a lot more than usual, but he stopped somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but much younger. Uh, maybe he wasn't the best skill, skill-wise, but I mean, he's a former champ, and I think champ at the time again, so. It's it's not like he didn't beat a, a nobody, or it's not it's not like he beat a nobody. Plus, like you said, um, Canelo's been taking I guess you can say tougher challenges since the last fight, um, especially this last one, or more more known names, even though maybe they weren't as good as as we thought they they were. Mm-hmm. Um, Canelo, I mean, and the Triple G, given his age and everything, bro, I don't fighting not as much as he was back then. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I mean. At, 40 years old, you know, I don't really remember Hopkins fighting three, four times a year. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, this this little bit of, of rest, if you can call it that, even though he had a fight here and there, uh, he did have a tough one against, uh, what was it, Dre- Drevchenko or something like that? Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, all of that helps in the long run, man, and hopefully hopefully they're both uh, at, a, at a decent point where, where, where they're going to give us a show that we expect. So Ed, let me ask you a bit about the um, the motivation for this fight, right? Um, mm-hmm. In my in my perspective, I feel like Canelo's really coming in as like, oh, I I you know I I hate this guy. I'm gonna knock him out, and it's personal and this and that. Do you feel like that's the right motivation for Canelo to come in after a loss? Um, because at the end of the day, bro, he, I mean, he is going up against a, a, a power puncher, you know? Yeah. Um, and as we all know, if you lose composure in the ring due to whatever feelings you have or whatever, I mean, it could end up being, it could work in the other, in your opponent's favor. Right. Yeah. Um, or do you think it's more of just being the showman and he wants to sell the fight? And I mean, what's your opinion on Canelo's personality towards this? Because I feel like, you know, he did this with Caleb Plant, you know? He kind of had yeah. that. You you remember the 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 whole motherfucker incident, right? So <laughs> Yeah. So uh so so my my question, bro, is like how do you feel that Canelo's uh personality and approach to this is do you think it's a good thing or you think it's it's something that he's kind of faking just to just to bring up the hype? Well, I honestly think that he does have a, a little chip on his shoulder, bro, not just because of how he feels about Triple G, but especially coming off a loss, bro. And then um, I think it all went back to when he popped for that uh, substance, man, and and Triple G put it out there. He called him on it, you know. It was like, it's not tainted meat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's Because that's everybody's excuse when it comes to Clint Bluterall or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's really, I think Anello is a little bit of a hothead, bro. And I think that he really did take that personal. And um, I think that's also why he made him wait, bro. I think he really didn't want to give him that last payday, bro. I think mm-hmm. that's part of what so long. Now, as far as is that going to benefit him? 
I don't know, bro, because if, if he gets too too uh, excited in there, he, he opens up a little too much. Like you said, Triple G's got that power. That's the last thing to go on an old fighter. So um, I hope it go- <laughs> I hope it works against him. <laughs> as, I, as I always am. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, bro, because Dude, I want these dudes to come out and meet in the center of the ring and just beat the shit out of each other. Somebody <laughs> get knocked out. First, you know, I was like, I don't want to see this fight. I don't want to see Triple G get knocked out. But now I'm like, you know what? Triple G, go for it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Let's just not leave it to the judges again because I have a feeling we're going to be upset. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's the that's that's the always the concern when when a, a, a you know a prize fighter like a Canelo or somebody in that in that level that is gonna bring in you know a, a, a list of pay per view monies, right? I mean, these guys have opponents lined up for years, right? Uh, uh, and they're cash cows, basically, right? Um, yeah. So, and and you could see it. I I think it was the first fight, bro, where. Um, one of the scorecards was like 118, 110 Canelo. I think it was, I think it was the first fight, bro. And then the other ones, you know, were, were one was a draw and then the other one was for Golovkin. But like, you could just see that there's already an outcome in the judges and the judges eyes as far as, you know, who should win. And, um, and I, I just hope too, bro. I hope that, that it really is balls out and, 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 Either somebody gets stopped or dropped or something, bro. Because it, if it does go to decision, I just think we are going to get upset again. Yeah. Well, getting into the judges, bro, without without getting into it too much, because I think that's kind of a, an episode in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think more than something being like predetermined, bro, it's like there's a process where judges get eliminated by promoters and by the fighters and they're manipulating stuff to try to get certain judges in there because they're familiar with the the style that that judge likes to see. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, that makes sense. So if if you're gonna your your plan is to come forward, or if you're a fighter that comes forward, you want at least two judges that that favor that style. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. pretty much you know you're gonna get most of the rounds. That's just my opinion, but like I said, that's a that's a whole different show. Yeah, that's basically a chess game right there. Yeah, with, the, ju- with yeah. the judges, bro. I mean, I I agree. You know, they there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we don't know, and why mm-hmm. those why those seats are filled by certain judges. Yeah, and and I'm I'm sure there might be some behind the scenes before the fight, bro, in order to get certain people there, or in order to get a certain ref and stuff. But that's mostly the commission and stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. In my opinion. Exactly. Yeah. But so, anyway, just say, let's get into uh, let's get into the the general stuff on the on the third fight, bro. Um, starting with the weight, 168 pounds. So Canelo's been uh, he's fought at this at this weight a couple times already, and I think he's an undisputed champ at it. Uh, it'll be the first time for uh, excuse me for Triple G. But um, before I let you jump into this, um, I think it'll benefit him as an older fighter to to go ahead and not worry about making 160. Um, even though you usually say if somebody's moving up, you kind of want um, to take a little easier test to see how they're going to take the punches and if they're going to feel slow and stuff. 
But in this case, he's fighting somebody that, that he fought before a couple times already. And he's not really much bigger. Actually, Golovkin's a taller fighter, I think. Yeah, so, he is. What do you think, bro? Would you say that this is the, the best weight class for both of them at this time? I think it's it. I think it is for both of them because, like, if they would have made Golovkin cut weight, I mean, it, you know, him being older, of course, that takes more toll on the body. Um, and on Canelo's side, I feel like he he doesn't want to go back down to to a smaller weight class because he's he's already built mass and he knows how to use it. At, at the higher, you know, at, at the higher weight classes that he's been fighting in. And we could yeah. see it. We could see it when he fights these bigger, taller fighters um, that he's he's not only uh, bulkier than we've seen them before, but he's also, he's, he still has his speed, so he knows how to use his speed with his, his new mass, his new muscle structure, right? So, yeah. so I really think that it favors both of them. Um, and I, I feel that, you know, it... it 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 makes Golovkin have the potential to really uh, go in there with with a lot of power, in, in my opinion. And and I feel like him being the older fighter, he is gonna go for the the knockout. He is gonna go for for the heavy hands because that's what he that's what he has um, to against Canelo. So I feel like it, this weight class, it is it is gonna favor both fighters at the end of it and. And it's just it it did it it was interesting, bro. To be honest with you, that they kept it at one sixty eight, or they did it at one sixty eight, because I think um, I thought Canelo would want the advantage, but then again, maybe he's planning to really rematch uh, Bivo after if if he's victorious. Yeah, bro. I heard that that's or I read that that's 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 the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say, bro? Anyways, um, coming like. Going into the fight, bro, I think uh, it's going to be real telling for the first two, three rounds on Triple G if if he was affected by it because the combination of the weight gain and the and the age, if he looks slow, if he looks sluggish, you know what I mean? It was It's not that long ago that he fought, so it's not rust anymore. You know, it, it's going to be that. Age. Yeah, it's going to be age. Yeah. It's going to be age and maybe the weight. But I, I, hope, I, hope, uh, I hope it doesn't uh, affect him. Uh, I hope to see him come in and box with speed, uh, not as much foot foot speed, but uh, hand speed. And uh, hopefully he puts a couple, I mean, for us Triple G fans, <laughs> hopefully he puts a couple uh, rounds in the in the bank um, before Canelo starts to turn it up. So what do you, in your opinion, Ed, what do you think uh, Canelo, or let's, we could go fighter by fighter. What do you think Golovkin, can do differently in the third fight than he did in the in the second fight or the first fight. Like, what do you think? Like, what do you think he has to switch up to have a convincing win over uh, Canelo this time? I think uh, more than anything, bro. The the fact that Canelo already tried to box him and and he wasn't successful in the first one, and then he surprised him by pressuring him in the second one. I think Triple G already saw both sides of Canelo. Know he can kind of know what to expect and adjust during the fight. Um, as far as him, like offensively, I think uh, I was like I said, I, I want him to come out and either knock him out or get knocked out, right? That's that's mm-hmm. personal, mm-hmm. but I was here, bro. Uh, his trainer saying that 
He wants them to sit in the middle of the ring and box. And in reality, we shouldn't have to worry about the judges. You know what I mean? They need to do their job. They need to do it fairly. Um, so if you really think about it, he should come out and box them. Um, try not to back up as much as he did in the second one. And if there's a chance, and I think this goes both ways, if there's a chance between the 10th, 11th round, kind of go for the knockout. Mm -hmm. I think, too, that it was... I think that Golovkin, uh, in Golovkin's side, I think he has to uh, really, really, really go with the jab, bro. I think with Canelo, if you if you get into the rhythm of, of of allowing him to kind of rest in between rounds and then do these explosive uh, combinations to finish the round, I think that that's what's going to get the judges' attention. So I think if if Golovkin could kind of figure out how to stop that pattern right and 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 maybe just you know Golovkin has a really really good job when he utilizes it I think yep. he did that against um what's the dude's name uh he re- he recently retired bro um he had like the comb over and everything um Lemieux Lemieux right yeah. I remember, remember when he fought Lemieux uh he just like jabbed the crap out of him bro and he, yeah. you know, and Lemieux couldn't couldn't set anything up. I mean, Lemieux is not a Canelo, obviously, but yeah. that did show that Golovkin can, you know, work the jab to to his favor as far as not letting his opponent set anything big up, you know. So I think if if Golovkin still has that that um, that energy and 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 can keep up with Canelo. I, I think I feel like the the jab would be the key to kind of get Canelo off rhythm, um, and not allow Canelo to you know have that little rest period and then finish the 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 last thirty seconds of the round with something explosive. Yeah, bro. Um, I agree with you as far as the jab, bro. I think his jab is exceptional, man, and he showed it. I mean, that's that's his best punch against Canelo. Yeah. Um, but going into the energy part. If you see um, the B-Ball fight again, or those of us that saw it, um, B-Ball had a lot of success with four or five punch combinations, man. Mm-hmm. And that's because, you know, likes to do all this defensive stuff. Like, he thinks it's flashy, but if you have him moving around playing defense, he's not putting out any offense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would love to see Triple G do that, but I don't know if at this point he can conserve that for 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that would definitely be a key, bro. You know, start with the jab, mix it up, um, and don't let Canelo get off any offense, man. Try to piece him up with four or five punch combinations here and there. Um, and definitely, definitely don't let him counter the jab because the jab has been successful in the in the first two fights. So I'm pretty sure Canelo's going to try to make some adjustment there and, you know, try to try to work some counters off of that. So on Canelo's side, bro, do you th- what do you feel that he could do different to? Because we we all know he's going in there to try to knock out uh, Golovkin, right? Um, so what do you feel would be the key uh, or the you know the 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 differences that he could come in with? Do you think it'll be more towards the the second fight that style where he was just you know in front of Golovkin the whole time, or do you think he'll try to be sneaky and 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 Try to like you know be more of the boxer and then attack when he when he can, um, like he did in the first fight. I, I think, bro, um, since he had so much success in the second fight coming forward, I think uh, he should try to do that again and then and then adjust if necessary. 
Um, but I think in the perfect fairy tale ending for Canelo and Canelo fans is him winning by decision. And the thing that's going to lead to that, bro, is if he can get to Triple G and work the body, man. Mm-hmm. If, if we can, if we see Canelo some body shots, bro, even if it's like one or two good ones every third round or whatever, then that's that's spelling something bad for for Triple G, bro, towards the end of the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I would definitely I... body come out aggressive and work the body is what I would say. Yeah, I think uh, I think definitely the body will be the key uh, for for Canelo, um, and I think uh, you know just kind of throwing Golovkin off off his rhythm right away uh, would would be the key for him. I I really hope I mean for Canelo fans um, if if he if he comes out the way he fought against Bivol, um it's gonna be a long night for Canelo. I really feel that this fight is going to show where Canelo's motiva- motivation is now um, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's what he he lost in the Bivol fight was not only was he going up against a, a bigger, you know, bigger and, and faster boxer than he thought he was, but I almost feel like he wasn't motivated for, you know, to come out as, as, as he should have because just you could tell in the, in, in the fight if you rewatch it, um, there was really no creativity on, on Canelo's side. He was just trying to land the same hook over and over. And, and I don't know if that was just because of how how Bivol's combinations were just getting to him or if Canelo just really didn't plan to to be in, in such a dogfight with them, you know? But I feel like uh, it, this is really going to tell us now, like, okay, how where is Canelo in, in his career? Is he Has he gone to that point where... Like he's 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 like hit the peak and he's gonna start you know coming down a bit or is he gonna continue to be of the you know one of the greatest fighters uh, of this generation? Yeah, man. Well, I, I've been seeing uh, going back to the Bivol thing. I've been seeing some of the promotional videos that Dzalm's been putting up on YouTube. They're they're pretty good, man. There's uh three parts so far. And he did say that something happened during his training camp, Canelo, that uh, that kind of kind of affected him. Mm-hmm. And then he also but that he got tired after the fifth round, bro. So um, everybody keep that in mind. Um, I don't think he he would make this stuff up. You know what I mean? I kind of believe him. So if he did have a bad night due to training camp, then he, you can expect him to be more more more. Maybe that maybe that's. The, the lack of motivation that you saw, the lack of preparation that you saw is just that he didn't have the camp that he wanted. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or that mm-hmm. And right right away, you know, you're not having success early on and you're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Mentally, you kind of, you kind of, you don't shut down fully, but you're kind of backed up a little bit. You know, Ed, also too, what I, I wanted to, to ask you about your opinion on the, on the trainers because, um, I've kind of I don't I don't really know the backstory of why Golovkin uh, switched up from Abel Sanchez to to Jonathan Banks. So do you kind of know what what happened in that situation? Because um, you know I don't I don't know if it's been a good thing or a bad thing, but I I kind of felt like Abel Sanchez and and Golovkin had that Freddie Roach and Pacquiao style relationship going on. You know, yeah. uh, do you do you kind of know about that? I'm just kind of curious about it. I did hear something, bro, where, uh, of course, 
and this is just going to be in general. It doesn't really have to be with them, but it, it actually it does. It, it's about them. So <laughs> what happened was when it comes to stuff like this, like the fighter is going to say, um, okay, I need something different. You know what I mean? I've been with this guy so long. I'm going to go try to find something different. Um, somebody did talk to uh, Abel Sanchez, though, and he said it, it's more about the money. They wanted him because – I guess they had a contract of he gets a certain percentage of what the fighter's making. Mm. Um, so at that point, Triple G's purse was going up, 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 and it was in the multi-millions, you know what I mean? Double-digit millions. Um, so Abel Sanchez was going to get a fat check on the on the next one and from then on. So he said that the Triple G's team tried to renegotiate with him to uh, get out of that. Uh, of paying him so much money and he just wouldn't go for it bro so they decided to separate oh so it's more of a business decision yeah oh okay okay yeah i just i i've never really looked into it i just i just kind of thought like well i wonder what you know they had so much success and i know abel sanchez was there with him since the beginning of his pro career so Mm -hmm. i was just i was always kind of wondered about that yeah, bro. That that's what I that's what I heard, and it's from a from a really good source, bro. Um, he's a reporter from LA, actually. Uh, Steve Kim. Oh, okay. Um, he's mm-hmm. yeah, he's Spider Man. He he's got all the all the details, and he's actually got a podcast with uh, Mario Lopez of of all people. But they both know their their stuff, bro. And it's yeah, a, they're big fight really, fans. Yeah, uh, I haven't really been keeping up with them because they moved all their stuff to Fight Network, I think, or Fight oh, TV, okay. but. Um, they used to be on iTunes and everything. Um, let's see, man. Uh, so, you think uh, we both agree here that uh, Triple G is not going to get a decision? I think so, bro. I think um, I think the decision it, it would favor Canelo I, if 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 it gets to that. I think it would favor Canelo, and I think we've seen the we've seen the proof of that in the first two fights. Um, mm-hmm. even, even with, uh, the B-Wall fight, right? I mean, wasn't there like a close card? Uh, bro, favorite... you right out of my mouth on that one, bro. I was about <laughs> to tell you this. Even when he got worked, he, he, he got a close card. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think with, with, I think it's, it's out there, bro. I mean, I think we could all say that Canelo is not losing by decision, um, Unless he gets worked like he did against Bevel, and even that was even that was questionable when it went to the to the judges, bro. Even that, I, I remember. And you know, we were we were all watching. We had a fight night party, and we were all watching it. And I was all like, "Like, please just get this right because we all saw Canelo lose." You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that just popped into my head, bro. You think there's a chance of either one of them hitting the canvas? I think so, bro. I think um, I'm telling you, man. I, I this reminds me a lot of of, of Pacquiao Marquez four, bro. It's just really it the way the way people are talking about it as like, oh, you know, this this I don't know if they should do this. This guy's older and and just like the fact that these fighters have, have shared the ring uh, for so many rounds and they have all this, this uh, tension and, and everything. I really feel bro. Like we're going to be, we're going to see something, you know, pretty crazy on Saturday. 
um, something that's going to stand out, whether it's, you know, Canelo stopping Golovkin like he wants or Golovkin finally hurting Canelo. I mean, I, I just had that feeling, bro, like something like that's going to happen because these guys, none of them, not, either one of them doesn't want to lose, bro. So I think they're going to be, they're going to go balls out, bro. And, and, and I think I, I, I just, I feel like we're going to see something crazy like that. Yeah, bro. Um, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, I do think, I think both of them are going to try to come and box first and, and then there's going to be spurts of violence and then it's going to lead to violence. Uh, I kind of see triple G going down with a body shot, unfortunately. Um, at this stage of his career. Uh, I don't really see Canelo going down, man, but if Triple G wants a decision or if he is to get a decision, I think he definitely need a, a, a knockdown or two in the fight. Um, overall, though, bro, what, what, what do you think? How do you break down the fight as far as winning percentage? Like, you think it's a 70-30 fight, a 60-40 fight? I think uh, given the age difference, I think it's a 70-30 in Canelo's favor. Um, and that's just, you know, doing the the analytics stuff, right? Like all the, the number comparison and everything. Um, and, and to me, that's 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 the reality of it, right? I mean, there's there's ages for for a reason. And, and, and especially in boxing, you know, you do get older uh, and you see it. You see it in the ring. Um, so I do think that the percentage is going to favor Canelo. However, um, I've seen stuff happen before and you've seen stuff happen before. And that's what I'm hoping for is that these guys pull off a show where, you know, either because I'll tell you what, Ed, I'll be happy if both of them hit the canvas at least once and then Canelo stops them. I mean, just to, you know what I mean? Like just to just to have that that tr- trilogy really really end up like like wow this is the, you know they went to war again and it was close and anything could have happened i mean i, I would be happy with yep. that yep i wouldn't i would i would not like yeah bro i would not like canelo to just you know dismantle him bro in like six rounds or something because <laughs> i just don't think that i don't think Golovkin deserves that bro <laughs> Yeah, bro, especially, I mean, with the judging, maybe they'll give them, like, 17 rounds to zero. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, bro, like, uh, I, I think I, uh, about the same, bro, 70, my heart wants to stay 60, 40, bro, but <laughs> I think 70, 30. Um, but the, the odds as of last week are, like, three and a half to one, so, uh, in Canelo's favor. So, it's it's kind of... It's kind of close, more than more than you usually get. You usually get like eight to one, even in pay per view fights sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you know, odds makers are still giving uh they still don't want to lose money on Triple G, uh, Triple G winning. So it's basically let's say four to one, man. It's not too bad, you know. Bet uh, bet uh, bet four hundred to win one hundred on Triple G. I mean on Canelo's part. Uh, if you go for the upset, bet one hundred to win four hundred for Triple G. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not sure on the per round odds yet. I'll be in Vegas tomorrow, so I'll check that out. Unfortunately, I'm flying back before the fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I was gonna ask you. So you're going? Yeah. You're not going to the fight? Nah, bro. We're actually no. going for a concert, man, and uh, nice. we're gonna try to 
like the well, I think I might might make it to the to the weigh-in, but uh, yeah, dude, no, 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 not the fight. Uh, I think uh, I think the tickets are back down to like three hundred now, bro. But at one point, the cheapest was seven hundred, man. So <laughs> uh, we're we're good with that. Uh, any closing thoughts on this, bro? Let's get into our picks. What do you think? Uh, closing thoughts. Um, I think uh, it's definitely. A fight to watch. I think we say that all the time when there's a big fight. But, uh, you know, trilogies, bro, trilogies are always exciting. Um, you know, I, I encourage people to watch the um, the footage on – there's so much stuff on YouTube right now kind of breaking down the first fight and the second fight just so you could kind of familiarize yourself. If you haven't, you know, really delved deep into that stuff, just so you could kind of familiarize yourself of, you know, what – style you're seeing on saturday night um you know you mentioned it earlier ed that uh triple g has seen two sides of canelo he's seen the aggressive canelo and the more cautious canelo so let's see where we you know we're all expecting canelo to come in one way um and and that's to be uh kind of hunting them down but we we just never know right we never know until we see it um so my final thoughts are that i think that this is going to be uh, a surprising night either in Canelo's favor or Golovkin's favor. Uh, at the end of it, I feel like we're going to end up seeing uh, something that's not going to end in a decision, and that, that always makes it exciting. Yeah, bro. Uh, let's, let's hope for something special, uh, whether it's a short fight, a long fight. Um, and uh, before we get into our picks, bro, uh, I'd, I'd also like to say, man, like, like, like you did, more than anything, man, uh, we can try to analyze this or that whatever you know it's just our opinion but there's nobody like the fighters and their team to analyze their opponent to make adjustments and to expect everything and anything so us as fans i think all we can expect for or all, all we can expect is a good fight um it's fight week we don't get them this big much anymore so enjoy it um enjoy the weigh-in enjoy the fight um, enjoy your cookout, enjoy your fight parties, all of that. <laughs> um, hopefully, hopefully this trilogy ends up, ends in a special note. Um, and like you said, more than anything, uh, let's put a, a seal on it, man. Let's make it a defining defining ending to this trilogy. I really don't want to see a fourth fight um, unless we get a competitive, <laughs> a very, very competitive fight. But as of right now, man, I just want to close this trilogy with a bang. Um Inside and outside the ring with us partying like it's the SEC says September weekend, which it is. <laughs> um, and believe it or not, uh, we, while we're recording, I had a little bit of you guys probably gonna hear some thunder in the background. I even had a power outage, but uh, I think we're all <laughs> the show, the show, the show must go on, right? Ed, <laughs> yeah, go on, man. Uh, <laughs> I was knocked down, but I got back up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, bro. All right. So these picks, bro. Um, go ahead, brother. All right. So this one, uh, this is tough for me, bro. It really is tough because, as you know, I'm a Golovkin fan. Um, so pick with your with your brain, not with your heart, bro. I'm going uh, to <laughs> That's why you told me to go first. Uh. <laughs> I'll go first, bro. I'll go first. <laughs> All right, go uh, for it. <laughs> so, I'm still going to wear my Triple G t-shirt. I'm still going to wear my yeah. Triple G. <laughs> I'm still going to be 
cussing Canelo out. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be excited for everything that Triple G lands. Um, I'm hoping to get some oohs for body shots in there, some ahs <laughs> for some you know, overhand stretch or left hooks up top. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, I think at this level, even at this stage, Triple G's career, when there's two fighters at this level that are this good, bro, there are Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famers. I think it usually goes to a decision. Um, and with that, I have to pick Canelo by decision. Um, depending on the odds out there, I might take a shot or two at a, at a knockout there. I'll let you guys know how that went. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Canelo by decision, bro. And uh, I think um, there should be no doubt about it this time. So you think it's going to be a legit decision? Yeah. All right. All right. So for me, bro, um, I'm gonna. I, I want to make it fun, bro. So I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick with my heart, bro. Because drum bro, drum bro. I know, right? Same thing. Same thing. Like you said, bro. I'm. A, I mean, I'm gonna have a fight party here at my house, bro. Um, I've already been called a Canelo hater by everybody that comes over and hangs out with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I have to keep that up, right? I have to keep it up. However. They all agreed with me when I told them Canelo was losing against Vivo in the sixth round. I called it. I said, Canelo's going to lose to this guy. And everybody was like, oh, you just hate him. You just hate him. And then by the 12th round, they're like, yeah, bro, he lost. You know. <laughs> so anyways, so, so uh, I'm just going to pick with my heart, bro, because I always do this mistake. And I remember... And I remember with that, like like when when I saw and I'm gonna bring it back, bro. When I saw the Marquez knockout against Pacquiao, it just made me realize, bro, that you know when you you when you're determined to do something, bro, you could do it, right? Uh, so yeah. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna put it out there and say Golovkin wins uh, by a decisive decision this time. And um, yeah, I'm just just to just to play devil's advocate, bro. Just to play devil's advocate, bro. So you guys I heard it here first. Dennis Ramirez has the judges <laughs> Right. There you go. There you go, bro. And here's the thing. Here's my theory, bro. I think in the in the long run, I don't think they want to match up Canelo against Bivol again because I think Bivol is gonna school him again. Um if they match up again. So I think Golovkin gets the decisive win this time on the decision. And then there's going to be a fourth fight for uh, probably next May or something. Ooh, wait. I know. Right? That's a, I'm asking a lot right now, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> but we got to make it fun, right? We got to make it fun. Boxing, <laughs> so that's probably going to happen right there, too. And, uh, you know, and Mayweather's going to come back and fight uh, – Conor McGregor again. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's gonna fight the winner of uh, Logan Paul and uh, Anderson Silva, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's that's all we got for this week. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, it was a good one. We've been looking forward to this one for a long time. Um, I think uh, we need to do a, a post fight with this one, bro. We, we gotta get together early, earlier, early on in the week after the fight next week and. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, let's do it. Uh, you know, we, got, we also got some. You know, so we could we could bring it up on the next one. You know, there's uh, some some good stuff coming up to finish up the year, uh, and some stuff that we're waiting on, right? I mean, I'm 
I, I'm waiting to hear that Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis announcement or Terrence Crawford, um, Errol Spence announcement. I mean, something, something's got to finish up the year, right, bro? Well, bro, you're 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 already asking for too much, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're, you're just going, you're going bro. But exactly. hey, man, there. Oh, we are getting Deontay Wilder versus Robert Kalenis. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, man. Uh, Lomachenko's coming back. Lomachenko's uh, coming back, bro. That's true. December, December should be special with. I think Ryan Garcia is either going to fight, uh, like you said, Tank, or he's going to fight Teofimo, bro. Uh, Tank's got a way out. He, he can get protected, or Mayweather can talk his way out of that fight. Uh, <laughs> Teofimo will step up, though. And uh, yeah, that's, that's for somebody right there. Yeah, and then we got Haney and Cambosas uh, coming up again, the rematch. Um, and then. Not sure if you heard, but uh, I don't know if this means that it's going to be official, but uh, Joshua agreed to Tyson Fury's uh, fight call-out. So they're talking about a December fight for that. So that's going to be interesting as well. Yeah, and that's going to be interesting to talk about because going into it real quick, I, I have I think uh, Joshua's got no no chance in that mentally right now, bro. But anyway, oh, definitely, me too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, close this one out. Uh, thanks a lot again for uh, joining me, Dennis, and uh, holding it down. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, hope you all enjoy the fight. Uh, any feedback, send it our way. You guys know how to reach us on social media and all of that. So with that said, it's another Edwards. And Dennis Ramirez, Puncher's Chance episode, and we are out. Peace.